Welcome to Verse by Verse. We're going to continue in chapter 3 of Ephesians. And so if you've missed any of Ephesians so far, go back and listen to it because there's a lot of context leading up to this point. We get to chapter 3, verse 14. And it's a, it's a shorter but beautiful section, a powerful section that I know is going to encourage you today. And so let's dive right in to what the Apostle Paul says to the church in Ephesus uh, while Paul's in prison. This is what the Apostle Paul says here. He says, for this reason. Now again, context, right? So if you missed it, listen, go back. But he says that that God has made Jews and Gentiles one new humanity and that the mystery of the gospel has been, been made known, that, that all can receive salvation and that the, the, the full manifold wisdom of God is being made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms and that we can have confidence to come before God with freedom and, and, and confidence and joy um, be, because we have our faith and hope in Jesus who conquered sin and death. Okay, for this reason that we have this kind of great, this good news, the hope of the gospel, for this reason, Paul says, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Okay, he's saying this is, this is comprehensive. Okay, he's the Father of all, of everything of creation. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner beings. This is what you need, whether you realize it or not. I mean, I think you do, but like inside of our hearts and minds, we need the spirit of God. We need it to, like his glorious riches to strengthen us through the power of, of his Holy Spirit. Like that's what we need inside of our inner being. Um, this comes through and only through Jesus Christ, his spirit inside of us. You can only have the spirit of God if your faith and trust is in Jesus as Lord and Savior. That's it. He's the way, the truth, and the life. But when you have that, the spirit of God desires to, to through his power, to give you his glorious riches and encourage your inner being. Verse 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. He wants to literally just dwell, to live inside of your hearts through your faith in Christ Jesus. Again, this is always the like the key that unlocks it is your faith in Christ Jesus. And so, very, very important. He says, and I pray that you being rooted and established in love. Are you rooted and established in love? He says, I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power, cross over verse 18, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people. Let me read that again. That you may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp. You may have the power with the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. This is a, this is a huge thing that we need to have dwell inside of us through his spirit is to understand the power to grasp 
How wide and, and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Like he's saying like, no matter what happens in life, Paul's in prison for sharing the gospel. No matter what happens in life, if you know and are anchored and rooted and established in the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, then what else do you need? If you believe that his love has conquered sin and death and given you the inheritance of eternal life with God, then what more does your heart and mind need in order to find that love and peace, contentment and hope and joy? Paul is saying, I'm praying this for you, that the Spirit of God may, may dwell in your hearts, that you, may, that you may have the love of Christ dwell richly inside of you, that, 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 that you can be encouraged to know that the work of Jesus is not just for later, it's for now too. That, that his love can dwell inside of you. And it's, it's, it's a love that is beyond knowledge. It, it takes the supernatural um, spirit of God to help us grasp how amazing his love is. And then he says this next in verse, in verse 20. Kind of blows our minds. Verses 20 and 21, he says this. Now. I want to say something here. We're about to cross from chapter three to chapter four. And he's been, the first three chapters have been really theological and setting a foundation theologically. He's about to transition into chapter four much more practically. How do we apply the implications of this theology, this understanding of who God is and what he's done for us? So we're at the very tail end of chapter three and he closes chapter three this way. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. <laughs> pause, 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 pause. Let's get our head around that. Now, to him who is able to do, he's able to do it, okay, immeasurably, okay, whatever he, we think he's able to do, he's able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine. That's significant, Okay, so let's let's have a little fun here and I want you to think about just all that you could imagine that you're asking God for. And God's like, yep, yep, uh, I'm able to do immeasurably more than all you can ask for or imagine. Now, does that mean that you're going to get everything that you ask for? No, you get everything that you ask for biblically that is according to God's will. And as a Christian, what more do you want than God's will? So everything that's according to your will, but not according to God's will, you will not get. Okay? But everything you ask for that is according to God's will, he says, I can do immeasurably more than anything you ask or imagine. Wow. What, a, what an amazing gift that is. Okay? So according, he says, it, it continues, he says, according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory. Okay. The power that's at work within us, this power we have access to, to him be glory in the church. Okay. The church is the people of God. 
It's not a place you go to on Sunday. It's not a building. It's not a Sunday service. It's the people of God 24-7. Now to him be glory in his people, the church, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Oh man, he says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine, imagine according to his power that is at work within the, his people, the people of God. Man, that's amazing. He says, may we bring him glory. Yeah, we ought to bring him glory for all that he's done for us. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we should let go of anything that holds us back from giving Jesus all of ourself, our whole self, because he has created everything. He's saved everything that is that trusts him in faith. Everyone who trusts him in faith, his love pours out into our hearts and gives us joy and peace and life. And then he exceeds anything we can ask or imagine. His ability is to exceed all of that. And, and what an amazing gift that is. May we bring him glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. I hope that this has encouraged you and has allowed you to be better equipped for the, the journey of faith in Jesus that he has called you to. Go glorify God with every ounce of your lives.